I think we're live. Kick it off. Yo, 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 yo. What's good? We in week three, baby. Week three, Philadelphia Blitz Fantasy Podcast. Welcome, 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 everybody. What's up? What's up? What's up? What is up, everyone? Week three. I got to ask uh, Mr. Uh, Philly. I think your name is Swag Sauce now. How did that? No, uh, no. Nah, nah, my, my name is not Swag Sauce no more. Swag it's Philly, it's Philly <laughs> Swag Goo. You got to get it right, man. How's uh? What'd you end up doing with that um that L I gave you? Oh, that L I gave you. I pretty much turned it into a um Patrick Mahomes, but we'll oh, get into that later. Since you want to talk about that, see, so you're so pressed. You're so pressed. Um, you're so pressed. You lucky. A lot of grease saved you. A lot of grease was slung, man. I so I had to. I had to swing. I had to swing my grease back now. Man, I got that good. I give you that good. good. I, I take. I take my L's like a champ. You know, I'm in a little bit of a panic mode. You know. Shout out! Shout out to my lady Sasha. She knows. She know about the chaos. It's all the panic attack. Standing pat, and she and she two and zero, oh, baby. So let's 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 get into the overall recap of last week. So absolutely, let's kick it off. Your overall thoughts of everything last week. How do you how'd you feel, Mister uh, scam, scam Cam? I'm trying to think if there's been a time where there's been this much offense. Um, I don't know if it'll come down. I don't know if there's rule changes. I heard there were in the off season, but man, like we had two people score. Um, pretty much at 150. I scored 117, and I thought that um, it didn't even feel like I scored a lot. Like, I was like, it, it just – I would have lost um, – no, I would have only lost the people that would score 150. But even then, that was – it just seems like there's just a ton of uh, – just a ton of offense, which is – it's entertaining. I like offense. Um, so, I mean, yeah, what, what are your my, thoughts? My thoughts is I absolutely agree. The whole – we had one, two, three people. We had three people pretty much score over 120. Two of those people scored 150.74 and 148.94. Mind you, it's a whole lot of offense to be had. And it seems as though these teams have very, 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 very carefully picked their players, and they are just reaping the benefits. Now, although there's only one person, there's a few people who are in our league who are 2-0, and but the other person who scored 148 is actually 1-1. and Excuse me, it's actually O and two. So it's very interesting to see exactly what's one and one. The bull Darius has he's one and one. He's one and one. one. He he's on a he's on a hot he's on a hot streak. So we gotta see we gotta see what's going on with him. I mean, that's pretty much how I felt. I mean, I know my team put up exactly a hundred points. Personally, I'm like, you know, but I've been biting my nails, pulling my hair out, trying to figure out what's going on. But at the end of the day, I was very impressed with the overall offense like their red zone was popping this weekend How about red zone was popping yet again yet again so i can't do anything on sunday but who, who you tell watch me? the red zone who you tell <laughs> me? i'm i'm glued to the tv from pretty much like 11 15 to about 10 o'clock i'm pretty much glued to the tv but moving on who would you have to give the most entertaining matchup to um the most entertaining matchup that that was a that was a tough one um I'm actually gonna go. I'm I'm thinking you'll you'll choose um another one. So I'm gonna go with against the grain and say um the Mutless Dicks and then the Fancy no Champ because That's it was my pick. How did you pick that one? Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, just because of the grease that was flung beforehand. Oh, and then Fancy Champ. Oh, goodness. He came in. He came in like, yo, I'm great. Um, I mean, I, I think I had a little to do with that. I puffed him up for the DJ trade. I was like, he he thought he was the man, and then he came in and dropped eighty six points, and then the mullet's dicks, 
he he slung a lot of grease on our last podcast and just and he backed it up. So I'm just I'm giving that one my uh I'm surprised this is your, your choice. No, I thought absolutely. I was going to get this was my first choice off Bucks. I had no second or third round pick. I just gotta say, you know, for a team that's named fantasy champion, I've never seen a team drop a drop a starting quarterback so quickly in my life. Like, oh, I mean, no, no, he, like my man got Tyrod Taylor up out the club, seeing as though this is actually one of Tyrod Taylor's better games. But at the end of the day, it was still no match for Mr. Drew Brees. I mean, if you look at everybody's top three, I'm going to just keep it simple. He had Tyrod Taylor, excuse me, David Johnson, Keenan Allen, and if you want to give it to Zeke Elliott, his top three, five, 17, and nine. Versus Mudless Dick's top three, he had Drew Brees, Antonio Brown, and Tyreek Hill. We not even gonna get into the fact that Jimmy Graham had a nice solid game. It's about time Jimmy Graham he did. He did. He did. To show his ball head in the red zone. But I mean, you know, Drew Brees, Tyreek Hill, and Antonio Brown, they both combined, they put up plus ten, and Drew Brees does what Drew Brees does. So I gotta give that was the most entertaining matchup. It had a lot of grease. I had to put my uh, my apron on because I wasn't ready for all that hot grease. I was getting, whew, that was, it was a lot. I had to deal with my yeah, own kitchen. Lots of my grease. Own kitchen it, was so much grease. it was so much grease on that uh that that uh that last podcast, oh, man. man. It was yeah. it was out of, it was out of control. But moving on, how about biggest mistakes? Who who, who um, you got? Biggest the scam can yeah, I mean I'm I'm sticking with that, That's man. Because my man Scam Newton, he 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 saved me, man. So I'm 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 gonna ride him out. Um this is the, the what was it the, the question biggest, yeah, mistakes. biggest mistakes um i mean one popped out and it may have flown under the radar but man um the the boogeyman oh no the boogeyman uh, get a baby that was a that was a un um an unforced error he had uh with his team i think he's he had to have had the most points from the uh on the bench um i i don't, I don't want to rag on him too much but um because, you know, you, there's always shoulda, coulda, woulda. I mean, you look, Big Ben, maybe he regrets that. But if there's one questionable move, it's got to be him, having Kelsey on the bench in a good matchup. Kelsey was that the was, highest uh, scoring tight end of the week three. Yes, he was. And, and it wasn't like – he wasn't going to get if, – if, if he wasn't going against the Jacksonville type of defense. So it wasn't like – we could have we seen that coming. Um, he was obviously not going to – last week I think he scored two points. But you know Kelsey ain't going to score it. He's gonna he's gonna put his numbers up, so like you knew a blow up was gonna come. So um, I will say this though, um, I do appreciate um, the fact that we have someone that is willing to just go out and go against the grain, because um, we all listen to experts here and there, and and we need some diverse. We always want to have diversity in the league, so that's why I don't want to rag on him too much because like he's obviously he went against the grain and drafted a good team. Uh, it's just a shame that he though he went against the grain. And um, it cost him an L this time. So it's, some, it's just it's just one of those things. Yes, yes, it was highly, highly, highly upsetting. I actually have to say, but this isn't really a big mistake. It's just it's kind of flexing, flexing some muscles. But I gotta say, if you look at Princess Tomatoes' overall roster, man, you know it's crazy. She had somebody on the bench score twenty three ninety. <laughs> and she also had a running back. Who, scored, who was that? That was Deshaun Jackson. And she also has a running back who outscored, who outscored uh, T.J. Yeldon, the obvious handcuff and insurance policy for Leonard Fournette. It's just remarkable that you know, 
her team is showing a lot of muscle early off. No wonder why her chaos grenade is non-existent. She is exactly. She just scored one fifty. As she said, Bears <laughs> defense has been stepping it up. She had a great waiver wire pickup in week one. Philip Lindsay, he's posting twelve sixty. It seems as though he's taking a lot of carries in this uh in this Denver Broncos running back committee. Devonte Booker's. Is now looking like an afterthought, and it's just between Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay. But I don't really know who's going to get the edge of that sewer. But I just got to give a shout out. It's crazy because you know she would have continued to con- to punish good old inclement weather, aka Ho. I mean, it would have been bad, but you know, it ain't really a mistake. Yeah. Maybe it, 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 it's hard to say. It's, it's hard. It's nice when you got off. It's hard. Your whole team blowing up, but so it's hard to say it's a mistake. But man, she. She could have scored what one seventy instead of uh <laughs> instead of one fifty. So what so what's so, so, um, up, Commission? What, what you hear on the rumor mill? What's the rumor report? Ooh, the rumor mill. Hmm. Let's see. I don't know. I hear. I don't know, man. I hear a lot of people on the block. I know. I I heard uh scam cam um has his whole team on the block. Scam cam heard... whole team on the block. Oh, it sounds like a scam. <laughs> it sounds like a scam. I'm hearing. I'm hearing. Uh, I'm hearing DJ might might be able to be moved to another team. DJ, oh no, hearing... he's getting, he's getting yeah. I feel like around. he could. Have... <laughs> I feel like he could get passed around again. Um, I'm hearing. Um, I'm hearing the fancy champ may want to move one of those wide receivers. Ooh. Fantasy champ is moving know. a wide receiver. Oh man, could it be Keenan Allen's last week as a fantasy champ member? We shall see. It could be any. It could be any of them. Hey, hey, it could be any of them. Just some you ain't hear this. Some from sources, you man. You ain't hear this from me, but you heard it from your from your co-host. But I heard it was a big trade that was supposed to go down, and someone must have been falling asleep at the wheel. I don't know who it was, but I can't say no names. But it seems like somebody falling asleep at the wheel. Seems like that chaos grenade ain't hit him just yet, but that's that's all I'm gonna say there. That's all I'm gonna say there. Stay tuned for the next podcast to find out. Hey, um, technical difficulties. Can you hear me still? Yeah, you're you're good. Hey, let's um, I'm gonna bounce back. I'm gonna jump off, and then we're gonna uh, restart it again. No problem. All right, man. All right, we're back. Yo, um, yo, yo. Well, yeah, we had to had experience just a little minor, bit. Few minor difficulties. Um, it's all good. The Anchor app. I mean, it does great things, but, man, it doesn't want to work with my phone. Um, I did switch mics, so hopefully I don't sound too weird. So where were we? We were so discussing pretty much we, left, we, 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 hit, we hit all the topics. We, we need to go on to uh, King Tiger and Fantasy Champ, talk about these recent trades. Oh yes, the recent trades, yeah, recent trades. Recent trades. Um, let's see. I think we had three, three trades, right? Um, yes, we had a total of three trades. Three trades. Uh, I think we had. So we'll we'll just start one. We'll start with the first one, which was uh, King Tiger and Fantasy Champ. We had AJ Green and Jamal Williams for uh, David Johnson and Marvin Jones. Um, it's funny because I'm just like reading that real normal, but that's a fucking monster trade. That's an absolute monster trade. It seems as though yeah. AJ Green has just been on an absolute tear, seeing as though he had a total of what? He's finished with six receptions, three touchdowns. He had his first three passes were all touchdown passes. So AJ Green and Andy Dalton is clearly showing their great rapport for each other. Jamal Williams. Oh, yeah. mm. That's a mm. he, so yeah. like yeah, I'll just say this. I, I don't 
from a value perspective, um, I guess it kind of depends, right? Um, Jamal Williams, he might be a waiver wire dude at the end of the year. So this is almost like A.J. Green for uh, David Johnson and Marvin Jones. Because, uh, you know, Aaron much, back, right? That's me. I hear you. Jamal Williams is about to lose a lot of touches, seeing as though his 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 higher counterpart, Aaron Jones, um, Aaron is actually coming back. Aaron Jones is done off of his his two game suspension for uh, PED, so not exactly sure whose touches is going to really get affected. Um, but did, here's my thing: Do you think Do you think King Tiger really won the trade? Um, can he see? Here's the thing: um, I don't think that Arizona offense is trash, and it's it's it, going to be trash until. Um, some sort of – they need a QB change. They need to be more creative with their play calling. Um, can he afford to wait on DJ to, to get himself together? I mean, He's on too. At this point, this is, it's, really a, it's really a long shot. It's not a shot in the dark. It's not a, a shot in the dark. It's a long shot. It's possible. But DJ right now is only averaging – he's averaging less than 15 touches. What's remarkable about DJ, and it's highly frustrating, is that the Cardinals actually have one of the hardest schedules for the first eight weeks. They're against top five, excuse me, they're against top 10 defenses that are known for stopping the run. So obviously, they don't have anybody to really focus in on besides David Johnson and Larry Fitz. Everybody knows Sam Bradford, you can knock him over with a strong win. Marvin Jones is actually showing some life, so that actually might not be a bad yeah. idea. I still, I'm still worried that he's a third fiddle on that offense. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's obviously Kenny Galladay is eating um, shares up, but um, this is, but this, I think this they could all be good. But Marvin Jones is not going to be. Uh, Marvin Jones had more numbers than AJ Green last year, but I don't think it's going to happen again this year. Yeah, th- that's that's honestly going to be a trait we're going to have to revisit just for the sense of very... we have to see how things play off. But the next one I'll take. Uh, we had Darius the Bull. Darius the Bull has next. And Philly Swag a.k.a. Philly Swag Goo, a.k.a. your boy right here. Oh, this is your trade. Your this trade. This is my trade. So, what the trade, the full trade was Rob Gronkowski, Andrew Luck for Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Jones, and Nelson Aguilar. Now, I'm not going to give myself the edge for the simple fact of this man has just passed off the number one tight end to – me, who had no tight end, I mean, who had Gronk. So, I mean, he could definitely use a lot of help in the tight end, seeing as though, listen, if you got any Patriots receivers, my tight end right now is Eric Ebron. Mm, It's risky. Very risky, but at the end of the day, I feel as though he helped me fill a a huge hole in a running back market. This market for Philadelphia Blitz, we eat up some running backs. No one can find anything. I mean, at this point, people are starting third-string running backs, hoping that they get points. The only one who happened to manage to handcuff a really good backup running back was was Sasha Tomatoes. I mean, she's looking, she's sitting pretty right now with Philip Lindsay in the flex, and he's holding the he's holding the flex position down. But the trade right. for me helped me fill a receiver need. I needed a death. I needed another receiver. I have a running back who's coming, who's fresh, who's not injured, who's in a very volatile offense, and he's known to have. But he's he his YPC was 5.0 last year, so he's coming back and he's definitely going to nab a lot of touches from those other two running backs. And then yes. Mahomes, what more can we say about this guy? Oh, he's a man. You look at the stats. Is this guy really cheese? Like, I mean, eventually he's going to have to throw an interception. But like right now, if he's throwing 400 some plus 400 plus yards, five plus touchdowns, 
Sounds like a fantasy king right now, and he's he's um, chilling. Let me. I'm gonna swing the. I'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit here. Um, I do like to trade for you. I think it's. I think it's a hell mary for you though. I don't think this is anything guaranteed from this trade for you. I think this trade is going to give you a short term like jolt of energy because I don't think Mahomes is going to. Uh, I don't think he's going to stop um, at least in the first couple of weeks. Um, I did hear this though that the um, the Steelers may have one of the worst secondaries. So. Um, that is one, uh, that is one thing. That's why he shredded them. Um, so I didn't realize that. I thought they had an average defense, but apparently they're terrible. Um, but we we are like, are we talking Mahomes, Aaron Jones, Aguilar? Um, did all of these guys get drafted like after like round, round seven, round six? Pretty much. And he got turned, and they got turned into Gronk. I mean, that's some good, that's some good, uh, that's some good drafting, um, and I think it's a good. I think it's a good cash in for for uh, for Darius the Bull, but um, only time will tell if it if it if it truly works out. I mean, I think. I mean, Gronk is always injury prone, right? So he could end up trading all those pieces away. That could have been, if you were to redo the draft today, who knows? Maybe um, they would all be for like second round picks. So uh, we'll see. Very we'll see. They're, they're, they're definitely... You got the last one. Yep. Yep. And. Um, Let's see the last one. Oh, this is uh, this is me. Um, uh, me and uh, <laughs> and King Tiger. I did a, a little little crafty trade here. Um, Alex Collins, Barber, Mike Williams for Joe Mixon, Keelan Cole, and Eckler. Um, I'll weigh in a little bit. I mean, I know it's my trade. Obviously, I like the trade for myself. I'm not going to do a trade I don't like. Um, I think Alex Collins and Joe Mixon. I think. Um, I think what what's what uh, what King Tiger really needs is a, a solid running back to play this week. Unfortunately, um, I wonder if I wonder if he would would do the trade today because he actually has Giovanni Bernard now. Um, so I wonder like why he may not even have had to move Nixon. He was just he has he has Bernard. He has his handcuff. But um, anyway, Alex Collins, Peyton Barber. I don't think he's going to do much. That offense is all uh, passing, and Mike Williams is a is the third option. So um, I don't know. I like the I like the trade for me. Um, I can touch Keelan Cole. I actually think um, so. If you were to look at Keelan Cole's stats uh, from last, I think the last four weeks of um, last year, he led the NFL in receiving yards. Like this guy is a beast. I think we all had to see his catch, right? Oh, we have, um, everybody saw that catch for sure. For sure. I, I'm actually I'm actually all in on the on the on the Keelan Cole uh, train. So. Just the fact – and then I was able to squeeze Eckler. So, I, I really like this trade for myself. Uh, but then again, I'm biased. So, I'll let you weigh in a little bit. Well, my my personal opinion, I did not – just in this trade, I just don't feel like Joe Mixon is on – is in the same world as Alex Collins. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't like him just because he used to be a Scam Newton member. But just <laughs> in general, if you look at the volume, Joe Mixon – came in when he was drafted he had a very high ceiling as the next up to take over when Jeremy Hill and Giovanni Bernard were you know were the R&B tandem for Cincinnati Bengals but now it seems as though Joe Mixon can not only receive but he can rush and he's also a good pass blocker so he if you look at the stats he's in for about 95 percent of the offensive snaps that's a great thing for someone to hear I know he's had yeah he's out for two to three weeks. They Cincinnati hasn't officially released 
a timetable on when he's going to come back. And yes, knee injuries for it's, a running back. It's, uh, it's uh, I think it's two weeks. It's going to be two. Two weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the timetable. Cool. So for two weeks, I mean, you know, you got to shoot yourself in the foot. But and he also gave off Austin Elker. Now I think, in my personal opinion, I can't believe Austin Elker is real. Behind someone like Melvin Gordon, like how is this man even still making plays? Like how's he even getting on the field? But somehow he's managing to take his few snaps. He gets about forty-five percent of the snaps. Melvin Gordon is the first, second, and third option. He comes in, gets he makes he takes full advantages of his points, and he gives you points on the board. So I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna have to give the edge honestly to you for the simple fact that maybe it might have been a little bit of that chaos that kind of had. King Tiger, like, yo, I, I need something. I mean, he got David Johnson, but David Johnson right now is a long shot in the dark. Yeah, that's why I, mean, I almost I don't know if anybody's been following I, David I, Johnson. I feel like he's on the on the rumor, but I can't. I, I feel like I feel like he looks and no news on a QB change. I think DJ's got to go. That's what I'm hearing on the rumor. I don't like. I don't know if anybody's been following, but like the the offensive coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals has now talked about adding David Johnson as a receiver. That could be good, and that could also be bad. Seeing as though, like, you know, wherever he David Johnson is going to go, they're going to key in on him and Larry Fitz. So it's yeah. only, it's only a matter of time before his non-creativeness is going to be exploited terribly. And they might as well get that wet noodle Sam Bradford out and put my man Josh Rosen in. It's, it's, only, it's, only, it's, only, it's only time Trash, for him. trash. He, he can't do anything. I think, I, I think Bradford is my um, – I, I, I dislike him out of all QBs of all time. I cannot stand Bradford. That man has probably made like $200 million being an average QB because he was in the right place at the right time. <laughs> hey, man. He got, <laughs> he's he's getting paid from the Rams. He got paid from the Eagles. Getting paid yeah. from the Vikings. And, I mean, you know he got a nice little you know, piece of change from the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know what that man does, but he needs to go to a university and has and have, class, and have con artist class one-on-one because that man oh, got millions – for doing absolutely nothing, nothing. Very average. He's the definition of an average injury-prone QB. But oh, somehow man. he almost makes he makes Brady Quinn look like a guy. <laughs> oh, Let's not let me not do that. Maybe that might be reaching. Let me let me um, stop. But you know, yeah, let's. Um, so overall, just as as a whole, um, I do want to say that the King Tiger fantasy champ trade with the AJ Green, um, I, I give. I think that's a net, a loss for everyone. The the uh, the second trade with Gronk and Mahomes, I think that's a win for both, and I think the final one is a win for me, a loss for a loss for King Tiger. That's the overall grades for everything. Fair enough. Uh, let's talk about the predictions. No I'm problem. Gonna, Let me run all- down these predictions for Week Three. Let me run down these predictions. So as we get it popping. Let's start. Let's start. You know, I gotta start. It's only right. I gotta start with the big boys. I got, excuse me, with the with the with the head lady right now in charge. So we got Princess Tomato going up against Rotten Potato. You know, Tomato Tomato, baby. She got her big three, A Rod, at holding down the queue as usual, Todd Gurley. And I'm gonna stick it out there and say, Matt Brader, Adam Thielen, G uh, excuse me. Junior Reed, Deshaun Jackson, that's not her big – that's not her number three. Her big three is actually Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, my man is getting plenty of targets in in an offense. I mean, it seems like Juju might be the next A.B., but let's not press on that. Then we got good old Rotten Potato. Rotten Potato coming off a solid comeback win 
over Boogeyman, you know, make sure you get a baby to clean that, to wipe that baby's nose. He got Alex Smith holding down the queue. LaShawn McCoy, huh? I don't know, Rock Potato. You might want to go ahead and change that. My man not looking good with a crack rip. Saquon Barkley. And I'm going to also give this one. He got another. I feel like he got a pocket guy. He played his Thursday. I feel like Quincy Anoa has really taken over the starting role at the Jets. I mean, he's putting Robbie Anderson to the side. Robbie Anderson ain't made a big play since his first game. So, we got to see how that goes. But honestly, I'm going to give the edge to Princess uh, Princess Tomato. She's looking real good. She's very calm. Her team is set. I'm going to get an edge to her. You know, it seems like Robin Potato's just a little thin at the running back, but we still got time, so we got to see what type of moves he's doing. So, moving on, we got Inclement Weather, a.k.a. Ho versus Boogeyman, a.k.a. L. Now, this is a I, – I feel like this is about to be a massive matchup because, you know, Hove is a is a quite the smartest coach, and he's been doing some things that we'll – We'll get into later. That's kind of showing why he's successful. I mean, his record is one and one. He started, you know, remember he had that whole uh, running back disease. He lost Jerick McKinnon and Le'Veon Bell literally in the first, <laughs> before we can even get the first snap out. But his his big three, he got Phillip Rivers. He got Demarius Thomas. And he also got Devontae Adams. I mean, his defense, his his quarterback, Phillip Rivers, you know, he knows he's, he's going to throw a lot of yards, but he might give you a few interceptions. So, eh. You got to play that one by ear. Demarius Thomas, I've never seen the actual Denver receivers look so good. Case Keenum is actually giving them plenty of life and more life on the side. Devontae Adams, now that he got his man A-Rod back, he's looking extra good. He's he's putting up numbers, so it's going it's going to be a tough one now. Boogeyman, Boogeyman has completely changed the lineup. He got Big Ben holding down the queue. Marshawn Lynch coming off of a huge game. Alvin Kamara as well. But you know what? That's not who I think his 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 game changer going to be. I think, me personally, I think his game changer, if he gets active, I think it's going to be Josh Gordon. I mean, Josh Gordon, if he gets activated, boy, oh, boy, with Tom Brady, I honestly think it's just going to be a, a, a throw that ball up and let me go get it type deal. So, you know what? Honestly, I'm going to get an edge to my man Boogeyman. I mean, he got nothing to lose. Boogeyman is 0-2. His team per, has a higher prediction. And he hasn't even put his kicker in. Seems as though the kickers don't matter. But it seems as though the Patriots defense. Oh, but I suspect kickers. I should do that. Oh, my gosh. I did this last podcast. I'm going to do it again. I'm not really, I don't really care. Kickers are going to do what they do. I mean, listen, there's been a lot of kickers that there's been a lot of nonsense around kickers, but I'm not going to get into that. So I'm going to give my man Boogeyman the edge. Moving on. Then we got good old Philly Swag Goo versus Team. Tourette's. I mean, aka Andre, my fault. You know, had a little issue right there. Now let's talk about the good old AD team. We he got Kirk Cousins holding down the queue. Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson has been having some solid games. If anybody's been paying attention, not really quietly, but he's 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 doing his thing. I mean, he's getting he's getting a whole lot. He's got fifty. He scored fifteen point eight points last week against Indiana, even though they got. They got trash and bash. Final score nine to twenty one. But I'ma still I'ma still show that love. And then he got Melvin Gordon and Julio Julio Jones. Now everybody know Melvin Gordon got a nose got a nose for some TDs, whether it be getting one off the one yard goal line rush or whatever. Melvin Gordon is he he he's a top back, so that's nothing to sleep on. And Julio Jones, if he don't get you a touchdown, he at least gonna get you ten receptions, hundred and fifty plus. 
going to Philly Swag Goo. Philly Swag Goo may, you know, still turning that roster, but this is what he got. He got Patrick Mahomes holding down a the quarter. Then he got Golden Tate holding down his, his first receiver. And then, honestly, from my edge, I'm going to give this to my man Nelson Aguilar. Seems as though Nelson Aguilar has completely got his head out the clouds. I mean, my man is looking like a primary number one in the slot. Seeing as though old fool's gold ain't fooling nobody no more. Seeing as though they lost the Fitz magic. Clearly, the beard has the power. Fool's gold needs to do <laughs> something. And on top of that, he's getting his man back. Carson Wentz is making his return today. So it's looking pretty good. So you know what? I usually don't do this, but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give myself the edge. Feeling real good. I got a good quarterback on the side, and then I also got a fresh running back. I mean, at this point, I'm on two, so I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm playing. I'm playing the only players that I can play. Moving on, my next. We got the next game. We got good old Scam Cam versus good old Kneecap. Solidarity, baby. Scam Cam. Scam Cam got good old Scam Newton starting at the queue. Delvin Cook and the big man from down south, DeAndre Hopkins. Now everybody know DeAndre Hopkins has been pretty good. He had to, you know, he had to get out that little funk the first game, seeing as though Deshaun Watson was uh falling asleep at the wheel. But I mean, you know, listen, Cam Newton is good for three things: throwing, passing, and and a rushing touchdown. Passing touchdowns, yeah, he good too. But don't worry, he saved Cam Newton from uh Philly sauce from Philly sauce last week. So we got to see what he's going to do against the uh, vulnerable Cincinnati Bengals. The kneecap, kneecap, Tom Brady had a rough game going against the Jags defense. It seems like they plotted against him very, very well. They knew they took away his favorite receiver. He only made two receptions with Gronk, which is horrible. That's a true anomaly and a number one superstar tight end. So we'll see how that goes. He's got Tom Brady holding down the queue, Carlos Hyde holding down, holding down RB1. And his big man, who has been quiet but has been an absolute down on the radar, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas has clearly won all the targets, got all the touchdowns. My man had 12 for 13 targets. He secured 12 of them, 89 yards, and two touchdowns. It seems as though Michael Thomas is showing everybody why he is a true animal. I mean, my man isn't – he's not missed. He's not, he's not letting his opportunities go. I mean, he scored 24.9 points. He scored 31 points in the first week. Seems as though Michael Thomas and Drew, Drew Brees are just on it. So, honestly, just in the receiver core, I'm going to have to give the edge to my man, Kneecap. Kneecap got Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. I told you the, the uh, Denver Broncos receivers have really, really, really been turning up. So, I got to give the edge to, gotta give the edge to Kneecap. Moving on. We got the Bull Darius. What's up? No, no, I'm just saying you're a hater, but continue. Oh yeah, you know I'm a hater. You know it's only right. I got. I listen. I'm gonna get myself the win and you the loss. I don't like you. You we in the same division, so rah rah rah. It's moving on. We got <laughs> the boy Darius has next versus good old Mudless Dick. Mudless Dicks is the other player who is two and zero, sitting pretty. I mean, I can't tell. My man is trying to make trades, acting like he don't have a starting running back, but he two and zero. But let's let's get in to see what's going on. Boy Darius has next has actually picked up Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's going to be holding down his quarterback one. He's got Christian McCaffrey in the RB1 and good old Odell Beckham. Now, Odell Beckham had a rough game last week. Him and Eli, I mean, they had, you know, he was, they had rapport, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't the typical, it wasn't the typical OBJ to, you know, from Eli Manning. Eli Manning was literally running for his life every time he got the, he got the ball hiked to him. So 
We we need them. We need them to turn up. And I feel like the edge on this team is going to be Stephon Diggs. He's going to go, going up against an extremely vulnerable, piss poor team called Buffalo Bills. We all know they ain't really good for anything. According to Jordan Matthews, there's nothing to do up there except have kids. So we'll see what's going on with that. Going on over to Mutton's dick. He got Drew Brees, Jordan Howard, and good old AB. Now, before I get into AB. I don't know what's going on in, in, in Pittsburgh, but it seems like the steel curtain might be burning. I don't know what's going on. They don't got Le'Veon Bell. It's a lot of nonsense and trade talks, a lot of confusion going on. It seems like Mike Tomlin has completely lost, lost, lost all control, so we got to see what's going on. But Antonio Brown, nonetheless, still gets his targets and his, and his touchdowns, even with Juju nipping at the bud, taking a lot of volume. So, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to get an edge to my man Mudless Sticks. I mean, Drew Brees never disappoints, never uh, never disappoints Antonio Brown. And then his edge man is Tyreek Hill. We all know Tyreek Hill has been absolutely a monster on these deep passes. He's known to be a speedy. He's known to be a speedy receiver. But it seems like, you know, Patrick Mahomes is just getting him the ball and just pew, off to the races. Moving on. In our final matchup, we got Fantasy Champ. Who was one and one versus King Tiger, who was on two. Seems like that King Tiger, man, he got that flame now, man. He got that flame. Fantasy champ, get you a picture. I'm tired of looking at this gray, this gray helmet. Anyway, fantasy champs quarterback, Carson Wentz. Running back one, Ezekiel Elliott, RB1, Keenan Allen. Now, he also has AJ Green that he just recently acquired. So it seems as though his his power has shifted. He was once running back heavy. Now he's wide receiver heavy. I guess next week he might try and go for a tight end and be tight end heavy. Well, let's see what happens. Then we got King Tiger. King Tiger got good old Matt Stafford. You know, he had actually a solid game where he wasn't running for his life, but it seems like the Patriots is going to be right nipping at the butt again. He's got David Johnson, the third team this year. David Johnson's on King Tiger. He's got Leonard Fournette. Nah, possibly there's no guarantee that Leonard Fournette may suit up. It's going to be a game time decision, but... Let's see what happens, and I'm going to give his edge to good old T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton has to show up against Philadelphia's tough secondary if he if he wants to give Yuri, a.k.a. King Tiger, the win. Now, I'm going to give my edge to King Tiger. I'm not really sold on Jamal Williams. I know Carson Wentz is going to come back. Listen, if Carson get have a big game, it's going to be a uh, – it's going to be off to the races. I, I, I like Keenan. I don't like Keenan Allen versus the Rams right now. Their defense has been tumultuously smothering everybody. The run, the pass, hurry, sacks. They get plenty of TFLs. TFL, excuse me. So I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really feeling Keenan Allen. Now, AJ Green might have a solid game against Panthers suspect secondary, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm still giving the edge to good old King Tiger, King Tiger. And that wraps up the week three predictions. Good job. Good job as always. You, sir, appreciate you. Moving on, we got the power rankings. Everybody know, put your seatbelt on and get ready. The power rankings have shifted. And, oh, boy, what a shift it has been. A uh, lot, a lot of movement here. Um, I'm still trying to thank and – it's tough. Doing the power rankings is tough. Everyone's always going to hate their position. Um, I think, okay, I think um, I think it stays the same as far as uh, the three tiers. Um, 
got some bottom bo- some bottom dwellers. We got the t- tier three, then we got the tier two, where everyone's just kind of fighting. It's real hard to really separate it. And then uh, we got the uh, the tier one. Just looks like they're a notch above the rest uh, when you look at their rosters. Um, so I'm going to start from the bottom up, number twelve. Um, I have Mr. Uh, Philly Swag Goo, aka Swilly, ah, aka Philly Swag Sauce. Um, I still have you at twelve. Oh, um, man. Even you with your boy at twelve. Yeah, because um, you know I look at your roster, right? I feel like you need Mahomes to score like fifty a week to win. Because... You said that same thing about Deshaun Jackson. You said that same thing about Deshaun. Um, listen. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's quite simple. If we were to do the draft today, I I don't think any of your players will go in the first two rounds. And that that's pretty much the most I can really say as far as uh, I, I don't you don't have any superstars besides uh, Patrick Mahomes. You got a lot of got you got some pieces that might. Um, and this is why I kind of did like the Mahomes trade because he can really he might single handedly win you games, and um, and you just need some other guys to just kind of like give you hit, get a couple. Of- hey hey hey! Sorry about hell? that, everybody. Having just a little <laughs> bit of few technical difficulties, but don't. It's worry. all good. We get them ironed out. Um, so I'm sitting here, like, on my end, I'm sitting here just, like, going in, talking and talking, and I'm, like, a little quiet here. Um, what was the <laughs> – I'm just realizing. You left, realized, off, like, you left off from Philly Swag Sauce, and you said I had pieces, but I don't necessarily have pieces because um, I need did you Patrick to score 60 points for me to single-handedly yes. win. Yes, and what I was really saying, I don't know if this got cut off, but um, if we were to redo the draft today, um, I would think that no – there will be none of none of your players will go in the first two rounds, which is um, did you hear that? It's a lot yeah, of grease. But, okay, um, but yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much that. I don't think you. I don't think you're just going to lose out though. I think you're going to get some wins. Um, I think some teams are going to blow up, and um, or some players are going to blow up for you, and you're going to you're going to get some wins. Who knows? Maybe it'll come next week. My, but I still my got only, you. My only gripe about your power ranking is that I feel as though you keep going back to the draft and talk about superstars, but we got a superstar who's yet to even score 25-plus points, and he was drafted I, round three. So you can, me, stuff, you can me, continue um, to keep stuffing that, but I, I respect no, it. Even, even, even beyond the – I don't even mean pre-draft rankings. I mean, if we were to actually, given everything that happened, we were to just run the draft again, just start over. I don't. Do you think Mahomes will go number one or number two? He might. I don't think so. I mean, I think Mahomes, that Mahomes went, went pretty high for a quarterback, seeing as though he knew what offense he was a part of. I mean, so you got to think it's the same thing. I, I, I got you. I hear you. When did Aaron Rodgers get drafted? End of the second round. Got to ask Princess Tomatoes. That's when. That's when Aaron Rodgers got drafted. So, <laughs> so you would have to assume that Mahomes is getting drafted above Rodgers for you to say that. Yeah, uh, so who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, but that would just be my assessment. That I don't, I don't think, I think Mahomes would be a third round draft pick if we did the draft today. Fair enough. Yep. Moving on. Um, moving 11. on. And remember, uh, everybody's team is good to the to an extent, so it's like it's kind of hard. So just given that, I have to put you 12. But number 11, um, um, I have Mr. Uh, Hove. Um, I'm going to put some respect on his name and call him Implement. I didn't even know. I didn't get it. This was I was actually talking to myself. I was like, "What the? Also, what is what is what is inclement weather?" And then I realized he's got Corey, Corey Clement. Um, so and I'm like, "Okay, I get it now." Um, I, his team is just he's, he's still suffering, man. He's still suffering from that Le'Veon Bell absence. I think he, 
um, I obviously I dropped them some, right? So I dropped them. Uh, I did drop them down um, two spots. I think I had them at nine. Right now, I got them in the tier three. I don't. I feel like his team is going to lack the the, the firepower to really compete against everyone else. Um, he's got plus positions. Tevin Coleman is is a is gonna is a, almost a lifesaver for him. But eh. oh, absolutely. And Freeman might come back though. He's Freeman's going to be back eventually, and it's going to go back to Coleman might go back to being a flex. But Lamar Miller, solid RB two. Coleman is going to be a temporary RB one, but um, and he's got Devonta Adams. Uh, I don't know if I just were to look at. He needs Mark Ingram to come back right now, or for now he's he's going to be sitting at this at this bottom. Uh, portion um he doesn't have uh strong running backs and wide receivers like they're good but not like great and he doesn't have the qb to tight end the qb and tight end spots are really um he's hurting there he's not he's not looking good at the tight end spot yeah so he's he's not really trey burton's looking like a, a, a i don't know he scored but he's looking like an afterthought seeing as though taylor gabriel and every and jordan howard just dominate majority of their offense seeing as though mr tribute can't look any, he can't, can't look at a check down and see either a big play or interception. Yeah, he, he he yeah, it's like you would think he would not be throwing picks, but it's like ah, he's young, but man, he's not that young. Where he, he just he looks like a he looks like a young Alex Smith to an extent. Where who knows, maybe he'll be better later. Um, so that's Hove number eleven down two spots. Um, number ten, and this is the start of the um, tier two, where it's kind of everyone's kind of in the same spot. I know King Tiger's own too. Um, I did drop him two spots, but if you really, really were to think about it, um, I think the fact that he lost is not why he dropped in the power rankings. I just think he lost some value in the trades that he made. Um, he actually had a good week. He just had some really bad luck. He had 150 scored against him. He did everything he needed to do. He went in and scored 120. He actually would have beat. I think I said I over. I didn't even realize he would have beaten me basically. Um, but he just happened to be playing someone that scored one one fifty. So, uh, but then I do think that his team lost some value with the trades. Um, still a good team, but I don't know. DJ is is uh, I don't know, man. I really don't know about him. Uh, he's he's he might be just he might be a, a girly a girly situation where a very talented running back and he just might be RB two. Um, and then you got, uh, I think his best receiver, his receivers are okay. Now T Y Hilton is, I don't think he's a wide receiver one. Um, it's close, but not quite. Uh, he, he needs Fournette back bad. And I, I don't know if he's going to play. Yeah. Fournette, for, for me personally, I would have King Tiger in that me personally, I would put him at the number six for the simple fact if he had Leonard Fournette, he'd be solidified. But not only does he not have Fournette, he also just recently passed on Mixon as well. So it seems as though power has shifted on his team. He needs a win. Bunch. That's that's one thing. He needs a win. And um, but like I said, it's it's he dropped two spots. But the the uh, let me think. The I mean, he got he got passed by. Um, we'll we'll get there. But like I said, he he, he didn't. In general, he moved two spots, but nah, it, not too. He didn't fall. He's not falling to that tier three where he's hopeless. But man, he's got to get a win next week, essentially, um, or he will. Moving, moving um, on the boogeyman. Moving on the boogeyman. We got. Uh, I have him down three spots. He had that very questionable uh, play that we had, but overall his team is still good. He still got Kamara. He still got Connor. 
um, that's really going to power his team. Um, Will Fuller is a nice addition. Kelsey's nice. This is that's why I said. Remember these teams. Oh, also Will Fuller is an absolute boogeyman classic. He had um, classic. classic. Had Will Fuller last year as well. Yeah. So yeah, he's got some. He's got some talent. He's got Josh Gordon hanging out. I don't think personally. Don't think Gordon is going to get activated this year. I know that's crazy, but Josh, Josh Gordon is a fucking asshole, and he's going to find a way. It just seems like it's just too much with him, man. It's too much. I just feel like New England, you're going to hear in two weeks, New England has released Josh Gordon. Uh, but who knows? Maybe the Browns are just that bad. But, man, I'm telling you, if he actually works out and beats a Randy Moss, oh, uh, uh, Boogeyman is definitely going to make the playoffs, no doubt. Um. So he's 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 in the mix. He's in the mix still. Um, he dropped a few spots, but he's he's in the mix. He's zero and two. Um, I think I think he's going to come away. I forget who he's playing, but he's um, he's probably going to come away with a win. Um, kneecap number eight. Um, he's down four spots. Um, I think I had him four before. Eh, overall, when I look at his roster, I'm just not. I'm not wild by anybody except Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is really good. He might be – I don't know. Michael Thomas is looking like the best receiver right now in fantasy. Absolutely. Michael Thomas is the best receiver yeah. So, yeah, that's what's really propping his team up. Um, I heard Landry's hurt, so hopefully that doesn't be too much. Um, Kareem Hunt, though, is a little underwhelming. Same with Carlos Hyde. I think they both had solid games with, um, with touchdowns. Correct me if I'm wrong. But they're a little underwhelming. Um, but Michael Thomas is a big hit. Um, overall, he's got some nice balance on his team. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how he holds up. Um, I, I, if I were to put, if I were to look at his team, I, I think he'll be right in the mix. Um, I think he's going to finish somewhere, um, maybe six or seven or seven and six. It really depends on how well he coaches the rest of the way. But he's got a nice little startup, a, a nice little uh, base to work with. Um, number seven, um, I have uh, Mr. Potato. Mr. Potato Head. Um, no, you talk about rotten, rotten potato. 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 Uh, I have him plus four. Actually, I had him in – he's a big riser because I had him um, I had him in the tier three because I didn't like the way his team you looked. You had him at 11. I had him at 11, yes. I, I like his, his – uh, one week later, his team looks looks a little bit better. He's got the he's got rid of the week two blues. Um, his team looks a little bit better. Um, Saquon looks like he's just going to get he's what I what I really like about Saquon is man he had a game where he had like 20, 30 rushing yards, but he still put up seventeen points. That means that man's going to be productive all year. Um, Mike Evans is still good. He's Mike Evans. Amari Cooper showed some life. Um, that was another reason why he was in that last year. I thought Mar- Amari Cooper was trash. Maybe not. Maybe he's just not a wide receiver one, but that works. He doesn't need to be for his team. Um, he made a good move by having uh, Quincy Anungwa. That's how you say his name, right? Yeah, um, so that's uh, – I think that's a great, great flex to have. Um, that guy is going to be productive all year. Um, and then, like I said, the rest of his bench, I mean, he's got some mix and match, uh, mix and match pieces. Uh Kind of like Brandon Marshall. I forget what type of game he had, but I think he'll be all right. Um, he's got good QBs. The only thing I'll be cons- quite concerned about is um, Russell Wilson may be a – he's not going to live up to his draft value um, the way it's looking. 
because I think he's going to get hurt. Like it's 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 painful watching him play out there. He's getting sacked um, almost like every other play, running. I, I don't know how long that holds up. So that's something. Good thing he's got Alex Smith. I think Alex Smith is going to be steady for him. But um, that he's he's that QB spot is. I have I have questions. I have more questions uh, about his team, but um, we're, we're with Russell Wilson. But overall, it looks better than it did after Week One. Um, he got a, he and the fact that he got the W helps. Oh yeah, I mean, it seems as though Russell Wilson has the uncanny ability to, even though he's around a whole bunch of poop juice, he's able to still salvage a, a legit, solid, very, very solid fantasy outing. Yep. Um, number six, I had myself the good old scam cam. Um, I went up, I, I boosted myself two two spots. I'm glad I got the win against you and gave you this good L. Um, I'm glad. I hope you you. Uh, be able to put that L to good use. Um, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, no, I think I got good value out the trade. My only concern is I hope I can um, hope I can survive without Joe Mixon because I don't got Bernard. So I'm think I'm uh, I'm rolling out Sony Michelle. Hoping I'm crossing my fingers, hoping that he he's uh, he works out. Um, so yeah, I'm not just, I'm not going to sit here and roster bait, but for the most part, I like my team and <laughs> I, like my team. I like I like the raw receivers I have. I think Cole's good, Cam Newton's good, Dalvin Cook's good. Um, maybe, maybe Dalvin Cook's good. Um, I mean, you're 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 hoping on a wishing and praying with Sonny Michelle, although you know James White still dominates a lot of the pass touches, and yes, he had a solid outing as a as a for, as a rookie. I mean. It's just you, you just put a lot of you put a lot of faith in a rookie, which is okay. Um, yes, I do. I do want to say that I have um, I have questions there, but I think it's okay. Um, I, I'm still, by the way, I might I might start Eckler, so I don't know. But the fact that um, I know kickers and defenses are very overlooked, but um, I feel like I can. I hope this doesn't bite me in my ass, but I feel like I can depend on my kicker and defense giving me production every week. Um, so that, that does, and I got an advantage at the tight end spot. So I think that helps, um, my overall team. And that's why, um, I am where I am right in the middle of the pack. Not, not great, but I'm right there and I'm in, in the mix and hoping to make the playoffs with good coaching. Um, number five, um, this may have been our biggest faller. Um, this is fantasy champ number five. Um, Ooh, good old yeah, I think I had a one last time, right? So you had yes, you had Terrence at number one. Had him one, and now I have him five out out the out of the tier one. I still have this is tier two. He's 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 in the mix. He's nothing. He can't be uh, calling himself fantasy champ anymore. I think he's lost. He lost a lot of value in that trade with his team. Um, his team is still good, but I have I have questions. He needs um, he needs Wentz to really do well. His run he has some serious questions at running back. It doesn't look like Zeke um, is the same Zeke. I don't. I don't know what's going on with that offense as a whole, but um, it kind of seems like that offense sucks. And he's um, Zeke isn't breaking out super big plays. And then you got Dak Prescott. Possibly uh, Dak Prescott may vulture rushing touchdowns. So Zeke may not live up to where he was drafted. Um, so that's a concern if I was fantasy champ. 
Um, I do love his wide receiver core, though. That's really good. A.J. Green, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson. He remember, I, he, he may have fallen, but he still, I still think he has a better team than me. Um, just that wide receiver core is really nice. Um, just got some questions at running back. Um, he's probably got to make a trade. If I were him, I would have um, – I, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would imagine that he's not done making moves because he seems to be a big trader, trader. So, um, tight end spots a week though, but man, that's, he's, he might have the best wide receiver core in the league. Yeah. He's got one of the best wide receivers in the league. Let's, let's not get it twisted. We'll give, we'll give respect where respect is due, but mm-hmm. I'm just not sold on his running back core anymore. I just, I just don't think Zeke is what he is. Jamal Williams as I said previously in the in the cast, you know, I'm I'm just not really a, a huge fan of him because he just doesn't have he doesn't have that it factor. AJ Green and Keenan Allen, no doubt, you can give him that. But I mean, you know, they say everybody loves Jack Doyle, but I don't really know if Jack Doyle getting all the love from Mr. Luck. It seems like he's got a he's got he he's been down with the Brown and his name is Mr. Eric Ebron. So we'll see how that goes. Allen Robinson, on the other hand, he shows some life. If he can continue to keep doing that against Arizona Cardinals defense, you might you might be able to give him some respect. But I'm just I'm just not really sold. It seems as though he's lost that uh he's lost that amour about his team. It's it's not it's not popping like it used to be. Yeah, and and I do I was actually just looking up Jack Doyle. Um, so what what surprised me was that nobody talked about the fact that he lost them the game basically. Um, as like, oh Jack Doyle is good, you know everyone um. You know, he's a reliable tight end. Like, no, he lost them week one, and they have a solid tight end in Ebron. So, and he then he proceeds to have a bad week, too. So, Jack Doyle, definitely not an every week starting tight end. Um, you better throw some dissy in there. Um, um, one more thing, though. I, um, I, the league seems to be, I don't know, this is just a thought, but it seems like wide receivers are the way to go right now. It goes, oh, against, yeah. it goes against, I typically love running backs, but. Big producers are the wide receivers. Um, anyway, next um, tier one. These are these are the clear. I think these four guys are just going to be in the playoffs, um, basically, um, and everyone else is going to be fighting for for the last two spots. Uh, we'll see. I know it's only week two, so we'll see. Um, especially with this league with all these trades. Number four, Butler's Dicks. Um, good old mudless dick. He scored ninety six last week, but he did. He he, he came on the podcast, slung some, slung some grease, did what he had to do, took care of business. He can. Uh, he's having some nice. Uh, I think for a rookie, he did really well with his draft, um, and he's doing really well managing his team. I, I think he's doing the wise thing and staying out of the trade market, just letting letting this. He's just keeping keeping an eye on everything. Um, he doesn't want to get too ahead of himself. I think Drew Brees is a, was an excellent pick, probably one of the best picks in the um, in the in, in the draft that we've had. Like he's really returning good value there. Um, I think Drew Brees may have been the sixth QB taken, so that's why the rest of his team is good. Antonio Brown, Tyreek Hill. I mean, I talked. I was just talking, and Kenny Galladay. I might have to retake what I said and say that he might have the best wide receiver core. I don't know. It's it's close, but man. Um, this team's good. This team's really good. Um, top to bottom, a um, little little thin at running back, so we'll see. But uh, that's why he's hurting with a Jai missing this week. Yeah, so. I mean the Jai's having really bad knee problems. So yeah, he, he has no knees. Actually, it's a back issue this time. So oh, yeah, I mean it's just you know it is what it is. 
is going to have to. Running backs get injured all the time. Um, so, yeah, we'll see where he's at with coaching. But if, if I were to take a look at this roster, he should be in the playoffs. Um, if he coaches right, he'll be fine. So we'll see. Hopefully he, uh, the injury, he stays clear of the injury bug. Um, number three, like I said, this is this is uh, this is definitely our biggest rival. Riser. Oh yeah, biggest riser. Um, we got good old. Um, There's the best next. <laughs> um, man, his team. I looked at his team and it's just like. Hey hey hey! Another another cutout. Um. Small little technical difficulty. Apologies to our listeners. What was the last thing I said? You was talking about the boy Darius has next, how he has risen. He has risen. I don't I, – I was – like I said, I was just talking to myself for a while, but um, his team looks great. Um, I guarantee um, – I think McCaffrey is – I think McCaffrey and Drake may be one of the best uh, one-two punches in the league. Um Odell Beckham, he had a bad game, um, but, you know, it's going to happen every once in a while. Stephon Diggs is amazing. Hope that – he better hope that guy stays healthy. Same with uh, with uh, Rob Gronkowski. He stays healthy. This team's making the playoffs, guaranteed. Um, it's, it's really stacked top to bottom. He's got some good depth. He's got Hogan. He's got uh, on Johnson, who might make some moves later in the year. Brandon Cooks is a great flex. His team is His team is wonderful, basically. I only have good things to say about it. Um, really good. Uh, after week one, I thought his team was a little eh, but man, after week two, it looks it just looks so much better. I dig it. I mean, I like I like his team. Although he doesn't have a superstar quarterback anymore, it's on another team in last place. But his team, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, is still well built. I mean, he has depth at every position. I like him. I mean, the fact that he went and grabbed Matt Ryan off the waiver wire was a very interesting, very interesting t- uh, topic. He's got a stream QB. He's got yeah. a stream QBs. That's okay. It's, like I said, he could be worse, right? He could have, like, I don't I don't know. Um, actually, I feel like there's a ton of good quarterbacks this year. But, um, you know, he can play. Andrew Luck may not be um, the Andrew Luck we, we, we have known before his injury, but uh, he can play him with matchups and um, – you know, he swap out uh, Luck and Matt Ryan. He, his QB situation isn't the best, but it's fine, yeah. given what the rest of his team looks like. I mean, let's not forget his his receiving core in general. Like, they're all made to receive. From Christian McCaffrey, Odo Beckham, Stefan Diggs, Rob, Rob Gronkowski, and Brandon Cooks in the flex. Mm-hmm. Pretty, it's, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of cheese right there. It's a lot of cheese. Yeah. Do I, am I going to say it a third time? Never mind. Actually, this is the best wide receiver core. Yeah, that. No, it's really. It's, <laughs> core. For sure. For sure. Um, Moving on so number, number two. Um, I can you say his name again? I'm just saying. I just call him Dre because I don't even know. Fuck Tourette. I mean, yeah, Dre. Oh, there you go. I don't even know. Um. Yeah, I, I just haven't. Uh, he pretty much didn't move. I still think his team um, is great. The fact that he's two and zero helps um, solidify him in this number two spot too. Um, I think his team, like I said, his team, his team's really good. It was um, oh, he, he got Le'Veon Bell. I mean, I think that pushes him up a little bit, but um, he'll be doesn't sitting there waiting. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. Not a short term. Does a player that has no intentions on ever playing really pump his team up? 
high risk, high reward. This Actually, is a high risk, high reward. I mean, I he, take that back. He's also it's a fucking... he also has another quarterback on his team that is suspended, who's uh, uh, who's going to get reactivated, but there's no guarantee. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a huge risk, huge reward, and I'm not really feeling Le'Veon, and I'm not really feeling the Steelers as a as a culture right now. Something is extremely wrong with them. <laughs> so. I'm they not, put I'm up not points, sure though. Truly... If this was basketball, I'd be like, their their uh, culture is bad, but they get buckets. Maybe so, but that don't necessarily means it translates into wins. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, his team is his team is really good. It does. It's starting to slowly lose some luster, though. Um, but uh, I do think Kirk Cousins is great at, at QB. Um, Gordon is a was a was a great great uh draft as well um he traded lamar miller and i don't think he, he loses any sleep um he's still got Deion lewis and chris thompson who's going to give him uh nice points keep eye on his wide receiver situation he definitely doesn't have the best one um fitz might be a bust this year because the cardinals are trash so um and then julio will be julio and uh i don't actually i don't even know who is he's he blows up and then sometimes he just gives you five points but that's when i had him it's new year um yeah, moving on <laughs> Moving on. Um, Number one. I said our biggest. Yes, I said our biggest riser was was uh, Darius the Bull. This is uh, our second biggest riser in tomatoes. Maybe arguably the, the highest because I have her number one. Um, man, her team looks really good. I think I, I think she even called no. me out in the chat. And said, she said, "What? Oh, my team was only okay. I was wrong." Um, she has Todd Gurley on her team, who is the man. He puts thirty points up and, and then uh, sits on and then has cramps and just leaves because he's the man. Um, Aaron Rodgers is concerned with his knee, but it looks like he's playing through it. Matt Breida may may be a. I think I said this last time. I was like, I don't know about her her second running back, but it might be Matt Breida. I think it is Matt Breida. He's running away with that job with uh, in San Francisco. He's just much more talented than um, than Alfred Morris. Um, Juju Smith is definitely a number uh, wide receiver one. Um, bit crazy that Big Ben can support uh, Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown and Juju, and then somehow just like be a questionable fantasy QB. I don't know how it works, but he makes it work somehow. Juju is the man. He's a, he was a monster last year as the youngest wide receiver in the league, so it's only natural that one year of experience would be would be uh, a huge difference maker. Adam Thielen, I think, is doing better than expected. With um, a lot of people were a little shaky on him. Uh, Kirk Cousins loves him. He he spread, he passes uh, the team passes more than what you would think. Um, Jordan Reed has somehow uh, stayed healthy. I don't know how, but he is healthy and he's putting up numbers. Um, tight end is always a difficult spot to get points from, but um, hey, man, Jordan Reed's working for now. She's got um, she's got a great kicker and a great defense. Uh, Philip Lindsay, another great pickup, maybe the perfect flex, maybe a. Uh, I'm not going to say RB one, but he could be RB two. He could he yeah, could take that job. RB two right now. He could take it, man. He he's really he's good. He's good. Um. Um. Her bench is is some Tampa Bay receivers, basically. So she's got to work on her bench a little bit, but um, man, her starting lineup is really good. I think it's just as good as Darius the Bull. Um, 
obviously uh obviously i give her the edge though just because uh she is girly but um that, edge, man, that girly man he's a game changer of course yeah Darius the boy he's got he's got like five good like he, it's a little bit more balanced out but like man like i said her team is her team is really good um don't ignore the kicker in defense um she's got to work on she's just got to work on her uh her bench a little bit it'll uh they make sure that I, I guarantee, like I said, she's 2-0, great team. She's going to make the playoffs. Um, as long as she manages the right, stays active on the wire, on the waiver wire, she's in, she's in control of the league. Thanks. Oh, that's I, the podcast. I, 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 like, I like the power rankings. The power. I mean, it's a, it's a wild ride, but I, I must say, man, it's, 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 it's pretty intense. It's pretty intense. It's a lot of movement. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, to a lot of in, movement. Man. Um, I think I did okay on the first. I think these these power rankings are better than last week. Um, it's always hard to judge someone after um, after one week, um, but I, I think given two weeks of info now, I think I can get a little bit more accurate. I think the tiers are still um, good. I, I just whiffed last week on um, tomatoes and Darius the Bulls team. Yeah, you you went Your hard, man. You, you went yeah, down looking. Those two were not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, for the most part. Um, yeah, man. Hope that everyone liked the power rankings. Um, I guarantee, unless your name is Tomatoes, uh, Mr. Tourette's Man, Darius the Bull, and Mutless Dicks, you probably hate the power rankings, but that's okay. I live and I live. I am confident in my in my rankings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, man. Um, that is it for our um session with just me and you. We got a we got to call in our uh, our good guest old, today. Good old Mr. Hove in the building. Yeah, we got to bring we got to bring Mr. Hove on. Got some uh, definitely going to hit him with some questions, but I think he's got some explaining to do regarding his. Hove's, uh, Hove's got to talk. He's he's got some explaining to do. Yep. Sure. So let's bring him on. All right. We are patiently awaiting. Is that Mr. Hove on his way? We are waiting. Not yet. Not just yet. I know last time um, I said uh, I'm going to cut this portion out with our um, intro, so I don't want to make that mistake again. <laughs> um, oh, wait a minute. I think, I think we just got... stepped in. I see three people. <laughs> I think we got him, man. I think we got Hove on. You there, Hove? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, oh, there you man. You're actually live, so um, yo, welcome. What's up? Welcome. Good. How you doing today? Doing great, man. How about you, Mr. Ho? Good. A lot you of talking to do, sir? Yeah, you talking about my trade yet? No, no let's. We, we, we have. We gotta wait for the We're going there. We're going to get there. Hold your horses. <laughs> Definitely. Good. So, All right. um. For one, first, welcome back. Um, I think uh, you were part of the league maybe two years ago. Definitely not last year, but maybe the year before. So, welcome back. We're yeah. glad to have you on. I like you as an owner. I think you're a good owner. Um, so, yes, first, welcome back. Thank welcome you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, I appreciate the invite back. I definitely mm-hmm. love this league. Um, I love all the energy. We had like we have like tr- five trades a week, so that's cool. You yeah, get that in like every league. Yeah, the group chat is always popping. So, you know, it's everything you can ask for, basically. So I appreciate it. 
Um, Very gracious. I love yeah. it, sir. Yes, I'm I glad. like it. Clap, clap, bravo. Yeah. I also know um, – I'm trying to remember the first year that I was here was either 2015 or – yeah, 2015 was the first year. That was the year when I won, just came out of nowhere and stole money from everyone. Um, oh, that's so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the competition's bet is it's higher now. The stakes are higher. Everyone is active. Yeah, I just wanted this something I want to, I wanted to mention, which was uh, I had to like I was thinking about since the draft is you guys think that someone auto drafting means that they're getting a better team, which is something that I like have never experienced before. Usually like if I'm in another league and someone has to auto draft, then it's like sucks for them, you know, like, but in this one, it's the only one I've seen where people are like, Oh, this guy's auto drafting. That means his team's going to be the best one. Yeah. What the hell is wrong? I think that's more of a testament to like, what the fuck is wrong with us? Like, why can't we draft right? <laughs> because the auto draft is absolutely better. a shot at every single owner <laughs> at this point when the auto draft team, is literally the best the the best drafted team. It's very frustrating, and it seems as though like you know I've I've been I'm in other leagues, and it, the auto draft is very very real. I don't mm-hmm. know what you've been seeing, Hope, but I gotta tell you this one guy, man. He's got it's like ridiculous. He's got he's got David Johnson, Antonio mm-hmm. Brown. Please don't ask. But he's got yeah. Johnson, Antonio Brown. <laughs> Just statistically, there's no way those two guys ever end up on the same team. And he has yeah. not traded. He has not made no waiver wire pickups. He's just rocking out. And, I mean, mm-hmm. unfortunately, he plays for UPenn on the football team, so he wasn't able to draft. But it's like, come on. Like, Antonio Brown and David Johnson, like, you got two guaranteed. Two guaranteed. Yeah. Number one, one in five, one in three, whatever whatever first-round pick you want to use. It's, it's very crazy, so. Yeah, it's crazy. Like auto draft. This is just, just the year of the auto draft. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. Um, I, I was surprised when the draft was done, and I saw that though we had our, our basically. Um, Hope, I know you weren't part of the league last year, so our auto draft. Our our winner last year was was Mister uh, was Mister Team Never Trade, aka Mark, and he never traded. His team was auto drafted. Made like one or two waiver wire moves and, and cruised to the ship. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so. Yeah. That's so- that's just you come in, uh, you know, take nothing from nobody, ask no questions, just get it done week in, week out. Like, it's frustrating for everyone else, too, just, like, sitting back. Like, how the fuck is this guy doing this? <sighs> must be must be crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, so. Um... so I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be so mad, like, week in, week out watching that happen. So I'm glad I wasn't <laughs> a part of that last year. The thing is, um, I don't think he dominated, though. I think he got hot at the end. I remember him having, like, Kamara and uh, McCaffrey. And they were like, oh, okay. Kamara, McCaffrey. He was was just unstoppable when when the playoffs came around. It was just like, yeah, he can't – he just – I feel like he won out or something. So. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, like I said, I guess, like, you like the league, so I'm glad – I know, I know you probably left because because uh, the auction. Um, now that I think about it, um, but I don't know. We might never do auction again. Snake is. Um, yeah, yeah. Auction is not bad. It's just when you're in it, you're like, "Ooh, what do I need? Like, how much do I need it's, it?" It's now, I, yeah, I had an auction in my other league. I like completely forgot about drafting tight ends. So every week I'm picking up some randos and hoping they get like two catches. Was so. it a live auction? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like 
auction is like everyone shows up you can't if you're like 12th big you can probably like log in you know like 10 minutes after but with auction it's like you show up five minutes left and the first round is done already <laughs> so, uh, so I yeah. five as in like here's here's my ultimate goal um i don't think it'll ever happen but if we could all get into a room and just do it run an auction mm-hmm. draft that is the best experience for, in my opinion yeah that would oh, be that great would be awesome that that would be yeah. that would be awesome hey if if we all got into a room and actually did a snake i'll be cool with that too yeah, I'll, I mean, yeah, I'll be there uh, next year if we set it up for sure. Either way, cool. Sounds good. Let's um, let's talk about the the Le'Veon and let's Lamar. Let's get into I know, it. I know you wanted to talk about that um, mixed reactions. The leaks had a yeah, was... kind of digested. So tell me what you think. I mean, I hope uh, people kind of change their mind about it. Reading the uh, the articles that are coming out. I mean. I have some recent headlines in front of me about Le'Veon Bell. One of them says that he's still jet skiing in Miami Beach. Oh, so shit. you know, I didn't even know that. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's it's week hey, three man. and he's and he's still just chilling. So I mean, oh wait, no, no, jet skiing. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, yeah. He's not in shape. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's he's just chilling. He has no plans on joining the team. And on the flip side, the other headline I have in front of me says that the Steelers have removed him from, you know, every public mention of their roster, like wherever you go, their website, the uh, total brochures they give out of games, like they just completely scrubbed them out. So, you know, both sides are playing hardball right now. Uh, like I said, it's week three and no one has said anything positive about the situation. Like, I don't know how you can't think that he's not sitting until – I don't know what they're saying, like week 10, you know? Right. So that's the, that's my primary reasoning. I mean, week two, like I will say it was a bit of a gamble because I don't know, you're still hoping they can come to a compromise or even like trade him away or something. But I mean, like seems to me writings on the wall that this thing's going to go, go on for a while, but that's not even like my main reason um, for trading him. Mm-hmm. Cause what? I mean, you already, you already talked about it. Jerick McKinnon. Uh, I think it was literally the day after the trade. It was the last practice. He tore his ACL before the season started. He was my third round pick, my second running back drafted after Le'Veon Bell. So, I mean, you could pretty much tell that my running backs were in dire straits. I needed to make a move. Um, And uh, I wasn't even one who, uh, you know, proposed a trade it was proposed to me um if i if i breaking yeah. news wait this trade was yeah, breaking news. you yeah yeah i mean i was this was back when the season started i was like okay i drafted this guy i'm gonna wait and see what happens you know i, I have no running backs but i can just find some people and then i think it was uh they changed their name i think it was andre but yeah it was andre his name is yeah, unreal yeah. right now but yeah yeah came to me like so you know i want Le'Veon bell like who who you on my team uh i just looked up like second best running back because he probably would do for his best one i said lamar miller he was like all right fuck it let's do it um so if i knew that people were still high on Le'Veon bell you know could offer me something better than lamar miller who's still a you know starting running back who gets like 20 touches a game then i would have fielded more offers but i was just happy with that Interesting. Um, that was you answered a lot of the questions I had. Um, 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So for for one, actually, this is a small question. Did Dre actually just send it, send the trade, or did he actually talk to you in the in the group me? Uh, group me. Let me uh, let me pull it up. Actually, I can give you a rundown of what happened if you're interested. I'm, in I'm just I'm just so I'm just so interested because like oh shit, Dre is active as hell. <laughs> He's just like I'm not just gonna sit back <laughs> and let auto draft run my life. I'm gonna go out and seek trades and catch you up. I'm not like he's gonna do some negotiating. Yeah, so I was like, I want uh, Thompson because he has Chris Thompson, right? And he got some good running backs, so I figured you know he's sitting on his bench, he can just trade him. Um, he was. He basically <laughs> said, I'm, "I'm I'm sorry, your team's wrecked with injuries. You got people suspended. You got people injured. You got people like not even showing up. It's like all kinds of trouble going on." <laughs> so um, he said, uh, "A couple hours later, just let me get Le'Veon." Um, and then talked about it for a bit. Proposed Lamar Miller. He was like, I know that the group chat's going to go crazy when they see it, but fuck it. Let's do it. Nice. So, next thing you know, I got Lamar Miller. There we go. That sounds like standard um, standard trade discussions. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think um, – so, I'm going to ask both of you all this. Um, uh Actually, I'm, I guess there's a question. A question, actually, more more to uh, to Lance. Um, what would you have offered? Uh, would you have offered a starting running back for Le'Veon Bell? Absolutely not. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there on the limb. Hope we, we can go back and forth about this. But mm-hmm. as you said, the writing on the wall. I'm not taking. I'm not. I, I'm not offering a starting running back for Le'Veon Bell for the simple fact of my man is. There's no guarantee he's going to suit up. He clearly says. He is not putting a Steelers uniform on. And it just seems as though if he's not with the team, like my man is my man is is best case scenario, a Josh Gordon on the Browns. Like he's he's a, a total anomaly. Like it's not happening. I, I I mean personally, if I'm giving you a fourth string Wendell Smallwood, I'll take it. But there's no way I'm giving uh-huh. Lamar Miller away for Le'Veon Bell. Not right now. Yes, you want to talk about the draft? Yes, he, he's he, he's a top draft round. He's a top draft pick. I get it. I, I got that. I got that. But it seems as though my man is nowhere playing, and then week 10 is a long way. In it's fantasy a long world, way. Long way. What is that? Is that two weeks away from championship or one week away from championship? Week 10. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, that's – Is he even in game shape when he comes back? Here's the thing. Is Le'Veon Bell actually going to come back at week 10? I don't, I don't he, know. Is he? I mean, I'm sorry. Like me personally, that's why my my you answered my question when you said the trade. You didn't propose this trade. This trade was proposed to you. So with that being said, I mean, I see the long shot in the dark. You know, with your, I mean, literally every single factor going against you. But I, I in good graces, I can't take Le'Veon Bell, and he's not playing. Yeah, you pretty much could have just. I mean, he's an undroppable player, but at that point, you could have just dropped him. And whoever got the waiver wire is the one who's going to get them at that point, but not a trade. I, yeah. I, uh, uh, oh, the drop. That's a big. That's a big step. I don't think he could drop Le'Veon Bell. We don't care about Le'Veon Bell. Let's remember no, that. No, no, I'm looking at him right now. He... All right, all right. So hey, we're both back. back. Um, 
yet another disconnect. Uh, gotta love Anchor. <laughs> um, what was the last thing I said? The, the last thing I said was I just can't in goodwill give a active player who's a starting player for a player that has no guarantee about him playing. I mean, it's just it's pretty much trading for a free agent hoping he gets signed. Right. right. Um. Right. Right. It's and huge, I, I was thinking too. Risk. I'm like, would, would I have traded Alex Collins for him? I don't know. That's the most I would have given. Probably Alex Collins. And I don't even know if I would have done that. So, um, right. I do wonder if yeah. somebody else would have would have gone crazy for Le'Veon Bell. But I I actually think um we've had a week to digest. I think the trade actually works out for you because I think you um you may have actually sold him at his highest value. And the only time his value is going to peak again is around like week eight or week nine. Um, right. So it's actually, and it's too late <laughs> at that point. You're going that long without a running back. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, his value goes down exponentially week by week. Cause not mm-hmm. only are you, when you trade for him, you know, you get him a week later, meaning you don't get his value the previous weeks, but as the weeks go on, it becomes clearer and clearer that he doesn't play his value goes down even more, you know? So it's, Definitely. It, that's third reason was just peace of mind for me. Cause I'm, um, whenever I'm in a league, I usually get like way into it. Um, basically Monday to Friday, I'm picking up players, dropping them. And like a lot of people do in this league actually, but not some yep. of the other ones I've been in, you know, I usually have like the most transactions going on in any given league. Um, so I get pretty obsessive and with someone like that where, you know, every day you have to think about like, is he worth rostering? Can I get him in a trade? Um, all these little questions. It's just better to <laughs> kind of get him off the team. And if you could fill him with a guy who, you know, can be consistently average, let's say, you know, he like might, Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller might be better than average because he's a, he, if that offense returns to last year, he's going to be, he's going to be a, a nice number one running back. Actually, we look yeah. at Lamar Miller because, from a talent perspective, he kind of sucks, but um, he's in a good situation. He's got no, no real, no real backup unless you count Alfred Blue. So, yeah, yeah, just like a plug and play guy. Um, yeah. If you can get him, put him in there. I think um, that's something I would do like ten times out of ten. So yeah, that's basically all the reasons I got. Um, if someone still has issues with it. Then I don't know. You know, I like to see what reasoning there is. I think the reason is, yo, it's Le'Veon Bell. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Le'Veon Bell has a tumultuous amount of talent, but jeez. Oh, do you so? Let's say like tomorrow he's traded to the Jets, right? I feel like the Steelers' playbook kind of like this is going into like real football more than fantasy football, but like the linemen that he played with through all the years, they basically know his unique style of running, right? So if you if you put him on some team in the middle of the season with players, specifically offensive linemen he's never played with, is he even going to be – I mean, he's definitely going to be successful. He's definitely like a starting running back in fantasy football, but is he going to be that Le'Veon Bell that people know? I think I – th- I'm going to say yes. If we were talking about Antonio Brown, no. Uh, because I feel like a running is easier to um, – you're right, though. You make a good point because he has a, a unique running style. But I think that um, – I think running backs can easy – can more easily go into a system and produce because um, he's an elite talent. He just goes behind that line. So we're talking about a wide receiver. Uh, this, is, this is why I like someone like Gotten. 
Keelan, but you know, they need to have chemistry and routes. But um I'm gonna say yes. What do you think, Lance? Honestly, if it's if it's if he gets traded to the Jets, which I think him I really think he's gonna be in the Jets uniform next year because they got the cap room for it. It's funny you say the Jets, but I really do think he can be successful. I mean, we've honestly seen what Crowell, Blau Plow, you know, different receivers. I mean, even Lindanian Thomason when he was a Jet. I mean, they he had short bursts of success, but let's not get it twisted. Like Le'Veon is one of the best receivers slash runners in the game. I mean, he's he's in a very close race with Todd Gurley. So, I mean, he's been doing sure it for a little bit longer. He's been doing it for a little bit longer. Gurley's just a little bit younger than him. So, I mean, yeah, I get that. And I understand he's at the age where running back is going to start to decline and, and yada, yada, yada. I, I got that. I got that. But it's Le'Veon Bell, people. Like, he... Yeah, Bell. They gave him the number one offense to like the number, like the number five, number five offense. I mean, I'm just, I'm just not exactly sure. I, I would definitely like, I would definitely like Le'Veon in the Jets. But if mm-hmm. he got signed by the Jets, then Andre's the true winner. He just traded Lamar oh, Miller for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. If he get picked up by the Jets, you best believe the Jets are going to play him Sunday. You oh, best yeah. believe that. Yeah, no, that, that's yeah. yeah, that's the one thing. Yep, that's the risk built into the trade. Yeah, yep, mm-hmm. because it's like because we haven't talked that much about the, like the upside. It's like, yo, what if? Because we say like, oh, he's not going to come back until, um, you know, week ten. But like, what if a team just trades for him? Like, what if a team is willing to give the Steelers like a number two or three or even number one pick? And the Steelers are like, let's go. We got James Conner. You can have him. He's coming back and he's going to produce. Hopefully he's not um, eating too many cheeseburgers on a on a jet ski, but <laughs> eating cheeseburgers on a jet ski, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, but um, yeah, man, very interesting situation. Um, it's 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 a it's a tough one, but at the end of the day, Hope, you you've always been a solid coach, so I see your finesse, and I don't want to call it finesse because I don't want it to seem like Andre got. Sh- got you know fleeced in this trade yeah but it's, it's a move you you move the player who's not getting you points to versus a starting running back i mean that's magic right there yeah but then uh you know Le'Veon bell can come back tomorrow and that could be like a league ruining trade right there like game over just give the trophy to dre so we'll see <laughs> oh man get it, get it. i don't know we have to give the trophy to dre and give you the, the dunce award man because you ain't had no faith, but I mean, I can't say the same thing. Listen, I move, I move my superstar running back in by week two, so I, I can't, I can only throw so much shade. Gurley was a safe pick this year. That's the one thing I learned. He's the only um, safe pick. He was the only pick in top three. Um, man, yeah, like I said, Hove, you still got an uphill battle though. Um, I talked a little bit. I don't have you, uh, very high on. I know you didn't hear the power rankings, but I don't have you very high mm-hmm. on the power rankings. So you're not mad about that. But like I said, I do believe in your, um, your coaching. No, so, I, I, yeah, like that. I, mean, I think that's going to help you out a lot. Yeah. I heard the ones from last week and really nothing disagreeable there. I mean, everything was fair, basically. Um, I will say that I'm rooting for injuries because every injury from, for players like, uh, opportunity for me to pick up a starting running back um as sad as it is to say 
Uh, hopefully JJ misses a week, you know, rests up, and I can start Corey Clement, and then maybe next week mm-hmm. something else happens. And about. <laughs> just that week to week, you know. I don't know, man. JJ is looking like that. He he's just looking like he can only play like two games at a time. It's frustrating because this is the first year that he actually has a full week. I mean, a full season up under his belt without you know getting changed from a different offensive scheme working actually with the same team in the off season as he's playing with, you know, now in the actual regular season. And it, it just goes to show that, you know, maybe that's why Miami moved him for a conditional fourth round pick. It seems like, you know, he's got a mm-hmm. few issues. I mean, injury yeah, injury wise. And then he also wants a, to be the cowbell for the Eagles. He's not he's not a bell cow. The um literally up until this week they're like, hey, uh you know, um, he's definitely our bell cow. He's gonna, we're gonna run him out there, and then he gets hurt, hurts his back. He can't handle it. He has no knees either, by the way. So, yeah, um, he has no knees and no back. <laughs> <laughs> he give you a nice fifteen carries, give you two touchdowns, and like, and uh, fifty yards, sixty yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely talented, but he's not. He can't handle like a twenty-five carry game. Right. Um. So yeah. Um. Do you have any grease to sling, Hove? I we had we had Dwayne on here or the mother's dicks last last uh last weekend. Just grease. I don't know if I don't know if grease is your type of thing, but do you have any grease to sling? Um no, I'm I'm all positive. I just you know, <laughs> no whenever I'm in a league, um I kinda of have blinders on, focus on my own team. Um like I said, make a bunch of moves and then see where the chips fall. But, you know, I respect other team strategies from a distance and, you know, just really a passive guy, basically. I, I yeah, I was like, I feel like I should, I should take some notes of that. Cause I try to, I try to have that mentality and then I just start talking trash and then it's like, fuck what yeah. happened to my, to my, uh, to my, uh, peaceful mindset. Um, any any GMs you want to shout out to? Uh, shout out to Princess Tomato for destroying me last week. <laughs> that's that's a really nice team. That's 150 points in uh, 0.5 PPR. That's no joke. Oh my um, goodness! Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got steamrolled. So respect, Respect, respect. How about uh, how about you got anybody on the uh, trade block uh there? Good old hoes. Anybody you trying to move? Any moves you got working in the in the in the, in the mill? What's what's up? Give us give us the tea, ho. Let's see, let's see what we got. Yeah, um, I like to sling some grease at the uh, NFL website for playing these ads every time you open <laughs> the Absolutely. game center. Absolutely, that. that was the first thing I said on the first yeah. podcast. Like, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's truly it's I can't I can't even see my team right now. Like what's going on? It's like man, I have to like bring it up. <laughs> After technical <laughs> difficulties and watching a Bud Light ad, I can actually get to my fantasy team. My goodness. Yeah. Come on, NFL, yeah. you gotta do better. Yeah, so I got Derrick Henry last week and uh that was probably the trade you guys should be complaining about because Philip Lindsay looks legit and Derrick Henry looks like total ass, so you got Derrick Henry. Oh, you, oh, man. Yeah, I forgot about that trade. That we didn't even talk about it. That slipped under the radar. Yeah. So, uh, 
that was still me last week, like trying to get starting running back, trying to get into that mode. And I saw Derrick Henry, like that's the kind of player where you see the name and you're just drawn to it more than the performance. Um, I didn't really like see how the Titans played the week before. So I was like, hey, Derrick Henry, that's like a bell cow right there. Let me try to trade for him. And it's just not showing up. I don't know what's going on. Um, Lewis is going on. He's, I mean, he's the Deion Lewis back. and the fact that Derrick Henry doesn't get started because they don't feed him enough. Just... Yeah, it's like a chicken or the egg thing. It's like they fall behind, so they don't give the ball to Derrick Henry, but they fall behind because when they do give it to Derrick Henry, he averages like two and a half yards of carry. So, like, I don't know. They just got to figure it out. Yeah, so, 18 yeah. carries this week. <laughs> yeah, I was just I, you know, honestly – I want to go on a small tangent. I just got to say this about Derrick Henry because I've always been a huge fan of Derrick Henry just in general, off of the fantasy stuff. It's frustrating to me that, you know, they they had him on a tight, tight leash when he was under DeMarco Murray. You know, he only got a few carries here. They let DeMarco Murray – they pretty much ran DeMarco Murray into the ground. And they said, oh, no, we want to save Derrick Henry's health. He's going to be our feature back. And then on the offseason, they go out and they sign another feature back. It seems like they just continued to keep pooping on Derrick Henry. When he showed in the AFC wildcard game, he yeah. showed that he can he can be a true cowgirl. You just have to give him touches. He can't be viable in a fantasy sense, bringing it back into the fantasy world. He can't be viable getting 10 touches. He's not that type of running back. He needs plus 20. He needs to get started. His confidence must be built. When, when, we take, when they take him out, the Titans offense, when they take him out, and they throw in Deion Lewis, who rips off a 67-yard touchdown, you know, from a dump-off pass from Mariota. Yeah. Obviously, that's not going to be a good thing for him. And it's just yeah, it's frustrating. It's just so frustrating. Like, I don't I don't understand what they're doing. Like, they have a feature. They have a feature of Cowbell who wants to do it, who's healthy. He doesn't have any issues. I just – I just me personally, I don't get it. I felt like that move that you made getting rid of uh, trading Derrick Henry – I felt like that was suspect, but then again, I mean, was it really? It's yeah. it's it's just it's just really touchy. I just have I have a weird soft spot for Derrick Henry, and I just don't know why they continue to poop on him. I, at this point, I'm just looking for him to go go to another team that's going to be a run heavy team, like work the offense through him. Yeah, <laughs> he could be a David Johnson. He has everything he needs. He's a big back. He's strong. He's powerful. It's not like he has a problem pass blocking. He doesn't have a problem running routes. His routes is pretty crisp. He doesn't have any hamstring or any nagging injuries. He's just waiting to get that work. And it just seems like, you know, they keep adding another chip, adding another chip. I yeah. thought once they got rid of DeMarco, that was going to be like, oh, yeah, Derrick Henry going to be averaging 25-plus carries. Now he, yeah. can't even get, he can't even get 15 rushing carries, not talking about any dump offs from Mariota, like straight on the ground pound. Like he's a in-between-the-tackles counter through the middle, straight up the A A gap type runner. And they just they don't feed him. That's what happens when you don't feed a monster, he loses that power. Yeah. I mean yeah. my my hope is uh you know it gets colder, defenders get tired, um, it's cold, they don't want to hit him. So that's when he truly breaks out in the second half and like he did in the playoffs, like just, you know, rips off runs. Um, but I don't know. It's looking kind of brutal. He has Jacksonville coming up. After that, it's he's playing Philly. Um, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. 
just hopefully like second half I can start him. But right now he's drying the bench. Unless someone wants, you know, offer me something. Um, but yeah, coming back to that, I looked at my team, like basically mm-hmm. everyone is tradable. Like there are no Le'Veon Bell was my rock and he's gone, so um <laughs> you know. We can talk I'm, about I'm, anyone else. I'm gonna have to slide in your DMs for, for Ingram. Go for it. Ooh, okay, <laughs> making trade dates on the podcast. I can dig it. Making trade dates. Uh, you know what? You you got it. You got it, Commission. Nope, nope. It. That's it, man. That's that I saw I gotta say. I said slide in the DMs. I didn't say I was gonna discuss anything hey, on the air. Hey, hey, don't mind me. You know, I'm just here as the co host. Don't mind me. <laughs> um no, we should uh I don't know how long the podcast is, honestly, but we could definitely wrap up here. Um any final words, good hoes. Yeah, good any final words. Uh, just once again, thank you for having me. It's going to be a blast all year. I uh, appreciate it. Can't wait to trade, win, lose, laugh, cry, the whole fantasy football shebang. Uh, appreciate it. Hey, like we it. appreciate having you here, man. I like it. I appreciate it. He's only as good as his owners. <laughs> yeah. So. We are out. Wrap it up, Lance. All right, guys. That was once again Philadelphia Blitz Week Three. Coming down the coming down the road. Please be please be mindful to set your lineups and be in tune Sunday. Actually, excuse me, starting Thursday. We got Thursday, Sunday, and a good old game Monday. So make sure make sure you guys are ready. Red zone will be popping and be sure to hit them links because you know they're there. Signing out.